Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. Yeah, it's been a big week. It's spring, which I don't really know that that means a whole lot because I got excited about March. And every year I figure March is finally going to do me right and be really warm and wonderful. And every year it seems to be not. No, I don't like March. I, I know. just tell you not to like March. I know. You've told me and I've been, been stubborn. I'm going to like March because that's my way. I'm just that kind. But no, March, you burned your bridges. With that last <laughs> snowfall, it's over. And spring? And it's supposed un- to snow again, I thought, yeah, too. Until yeah. I literally see like consistent good weather, I don't like any of you. Spring like of you. or March. Everybody else I like. <laughs> but I'm burning some bridges here. <laughs> anyway, I feel good after venting. Now let's get on to the show because we've got lots of things. And the show, I don't even think I gave that. I, I went straight no. to my rant. Yes. The Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by <laughs> Benjamin Moore, who's always proud to affix their name to us. Yes. Yeah, thanks Love for listening. Stan's rants Absolutely. weather and yeah. March. Well, anyway, moving on, getting to the important stuff. We've got all kinds of things we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about Styx Primer from Insulex. It's one of our favorite products. It's really fun to talk about because it does something really amazing. It's got a great story. We'll get to that. And it's also on sale, which makes it even more exciting. True. We'll also be talking about hand cleaner, which doesn't sound very fun at all, but Haley's got a great story. I have a very good story. It's very similar to when my friend came over and I had to use my steam cleaner, if you remember that. Right. And we will revisit all of that because it's really fun. And what else did we have, Haley? One other thing. I can't remember Induction. It. Yes, induction yeah. stoves. It's something I don't know a whole lot about, which there's, well. there's a lot of those things. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I stopped myself. <laughs> yeah, I saw your, your brain freeze up. But we'll learn about it. Yes. I'll learn about it. You know a little bit about it. Do you want them? Do you not want them? It's right. something that's catching on a little bit. There's some pros and cons. Yeah, let's talk about that. But right now... Let's review some of our reviews. We've given out a lot of a lot of things over the last couple of years where we've said, you've got to buy this product. This is yeah, a great product. Things that we love. And, you know, some of them we've only used for a little bit of time. We, we put them through their paces. Right. But how, how accurate can those reviews be unless exactly. we actually revisit them exactly. after we've had these things for some time? And let's start with something called Lomi. And it's something Haley bought. It's a ridiculous <laughs> expenditure uh, from my point of view. I thought it was crazy. Yeah, and you gave you, me a lot of grief. A lot of grief. A lot of grief. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, I'm going to let you explain it all. But I do want to let everybody realize or remember, Lomi, you launched that segment by talking about Lomi as your new best friend. Yes. So your human best friend and your husband relegated to the to the edges of your social I did feel bad about range, that. right? Yeah. And Lomi took center stage. However, I think that Lomi, like the company Lomi, heard that segment because very shortly after that, I saw an advertisement and they called it your new best friend. I'm convinced I well, gave them the idea. <laughs> we are trendsetters. We like to tell ourselves that, you and I. I would say that Lomi has been downgraded, though. Yes. Um, Let's talk about what Lomi is. It's not my new best friend anymore. It wouldn't even really be an acquaintance. <laughs> right. Um, but Lomi is a counter composter. And I really, really loved it when I first got it because it does something really cool, which is create compost for you in just a matter of hours. So you can put your food scraps in, you know, fill it up and then run it. It'll grind everything and heat it up to a certain temperature. And then you have compost that you can use in your garden, feed your plants, all that good stuff. You know, less than the garbage is always good. And you used it 
initially. I did. Yeah. And then I what really happened? liked it. Then I think we just had less food scraps for a couple weeks. <laughs> And things started to mold in there because I wasn't running it as frequently, right? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't filling up the pot as quickly, the food's rotting. So I've like been conditioned not to want to open the Lomi right. and it's really kind of had a bad feedback loop. Lomi's like that stinky relative that we all <laughs> meet at a party and you just think, oh, I don't really want to talk to Uncle So-and-so. Exactly. He smells like... You know, an ashtray or whatever. Yeah, Lomi's been downgraded to the smelly uncle. Yeah. yeah. So Lomi, I thought it was crazy to get, you know, from the get-go, but, you know, for certain people. I think for certain people that are, like, real plant people that are really into that stuff and have a more consistent use for it or have more, more food scraps. Because we want to be clear. Lomi yeah. does exactly yes. what Lomi claims to do. Exactly. Right? It, it really worked like a charm. It does. It's just... Haley was not equipped as a person. As a person, yeah, so, it's not you, Lomi. It's, it's me. Haley. So anyway, let's move on. Govi humidifier and Bluetooth hygrometer. I will put That's a lot of words. All of that in the show notes. Right, a lot of words. Basically, it's a humidifier and then a hygrometer, which is something that will measure the humidity levels in the room. This one has a thermometer as well, so it tells me how hot it is or warm it is or cool it is in the room. It's Bluetooth, so it communicates with my phone. The whole thing is Wi-Fi activated. I loved it about four months ago or right? so. It is still brilliant. This That's one cool. still gets big thumbs up. I get little texts or notifications when yes. the water's low. You've told me about these. You're like, oh, I got to put more water in yes. the humidifier. Yes, well, and what's really great is it's happened when the kids have been home and I have texted them, go fill up the humidifier <laughs> and hit the start button and it will keep going. It has maintained. That's really cool. An exact, you know, exactly what I wanted that room to be at right. humidity wise for my guitars and stuff like that. It's maintained it. All of these months, it's it's absolutely perfect. It's pretty impressive. And I'm not good at maintaining. I can get the thing going. Right. Yes. And it will run out and I forget about it. Totally. This won't let me. So it, it nags me. And in this regard, the nagging is good. That's so a smart appliance. Govi humidifier, Bluetooth hygrometer, both need to kind of be together. I got them for about, I think, total of 60 bucks combined. Yeah, and, and I then mean, that's you can what buy makes it work. just a normal humidifier for that much. So I think this is a great deal. Oh, yeah. This is really good. Really like it. Big thumbs up. Last one, Haley. We've got a little bit of time left. Dawn Platinum Power Wash Dish Spray. Yes. This is another mouthful. Haley. Yeah, it's another. It's a mouthful. <laughs> and if you're really naughty and you use bad language, that that could be a mouthful. Oh, because it's soap. Right. Mm. Right. Did you ever get your soap, your mouth washed out with soap? No. Oh, I did. Mom got it on my teeth. When she pulled the soap bar back out, mom went straight to the soap bar. Oh, oh yeah, that wow. was not yummy. I don't remember what I said. It was probably something about dinner. <laughs> anyway. What are you we're, saying we're, about your mother's cooking? <laughs> it tastes like shoe again, mom. Get the soap out. No, that's a joke, mom. She's probably breaking out the, Seriously. the Irish spring right now. Let's talk about the dish Power spray, power wash dish spray. Yeah. Um, so essentially, it's like any other dish washing detergent, but it's in a spray bottle. And so you can spray down, you know, your pots, pans, dishes. You can wipe it down with a sponge and then rinse it. And What's the song? It works really, really well. Spray, wipe, and rinse. You've probably heard the little jingle. Yeah, I was going to beatbox it, but they always, went too fast. You know, 
make it sound like these products are really amazing. And then you use them and you're like, okay, this is not doing you love anything. It. You say it's exactly what they say it is. Yes. I think it's exactly like the commercials demonstrate, which never, ever happened. So I was very excited. And I still love it. Yep. I'm still using it. I went out and bought it just as you know, see once. And yes, I would agree with Haley. It does exactly what they say it will do. It works really well. I really liked it. I like the little spray applicator. I don't yes. fill up the sink with water and soap suds anymore. Mm-hmm. Just spray everything as we're doing it and rinse right. it real quick. It lasts. I was concerned it was going to, I was going to burn through it too quickly. Yes. I thought it lasted just fine. When mine was empty, I poured my real cheapo dish detergent into there and mixed a little water with it Okay. to make it, you know, to keep it going because I could buy a real refill. Yes, they do exist. But I decided to try it my way. And for the way I use it, I didn't really see a big difference at all. I just love that little applicator. I think that's great. Now, you tried it. I've tried that. It has not worked as well for me. It's because you leave your dishes for weeks on end. Not weeks, but like the next day, you know, like dinner and then like the next morning or afternoon will you know, wash then the you'll finally get around to washing them. Yeah, yep, I but get I'll it. spray it like right after dinner is done. So still, it should be doing something. So my method didn't work for you. No, you need the real deal. I need the real deal. And I'm sure the real deal would work better than what I'm doing because the stuff I'm buying is about as cheap as it gets. Oh my gosh! Right? It wouldn't clean a duck that got stuck <laughs> in oil, right? Because you've seen those commercials, right? Oh, isn't yeah. that the no, dawn it's thing? Not dawn. Yeah. Right. It's not so. dawn. Definitely not dawn. It did work for me. I do like the application of it. Yes, the little spray bottle is really yeah. fun. I would recommend getting it just for that. You got to try it. Definitely try it. There's a lot of different uses. Now, you used it for actually, you used the real Dawn one for degreasing some stuff before painting. I did. Which is yes. what makes this really fun. Right. Is that there's so many different applications for this thing rather than just dish soap. Exactly. I think we talked about that a little bit when we initially talked about it, that you could use this for cleaning just about anything around the house, which is really amazing because of its application style. But recently I used it um, as a way to prep before I was painting because I have this little shelf that's right above the stove and I don't have a fan in my kitchen. So grease probably builds up on things more than it would in other Mm -hmm. kitchens. But we've got this little shelf that has all of our spices on it right above the stove. And so I have no idea the last time it's been cleaned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably way too long. Like we moved in. There's flies stuck in it like La Brea tar pits. It and was stuff. there already from the previous owners. So who knows when they cleaned it last? I did not clean it when we moved in. That's the so level of grossness. Really gross. Right? <laughs> you sprayed it with this stuff and you had success? I sprayed it with the Dawn Power Wash to spray. And yeah, amazing. Ready for painting once you got it rinsed and dry. Yes, exactly. We had to, you know, wipe it off with water afterwards, but it cut right through the grease that had built up from being above the stove. Yeah, the Dawn Platinum Power Wash Dish Spray. It's good for the dishes. I like it a lot for that. I use it in a lot of different ways around cleaning the stove, things like you said, Haley. Definitely check it out. It's inexpensive. Still thumbs up on that one. Lomi, a little bit thumbs down. Govi Humidifier and and Hygrometer, big thumbs up. Dawn Power Wash Dish Spray. Big thumbs up. Yep. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about hand cleaner (laughs) and a fun little story. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Well, Haley, your friend Amber has visited again and left you with another story to talk about. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. 
and this one's a good one. You gotta remind people of the last one, because that one was pretty pretty good too. Yeah, poor Amber. I mean, I feel like this is a fair punishment though for <laughs> <laughs> staining things when visiting. Uh, she lives out of town and she's come to visit a couple times in the past few months because I'm pregnant and she's really excited, right? She wants to see my pregnant belly. And last time she was over, she brought chocolate into the living room, which I didn't really think anything of at the time. Right. She's a grown up. Yep. You didn't have to yell at her or say no no chocolate in the living room. Exactly. At least you didn't think so. I didn't think so. (laughs) (laughs) But then she sat on my wool vintage, very nice couch that's like a light cut, like almost a white. Like it's a really, really light gray And somehow, I don't even understand how she did it, but somehow the chocolate ended up underneath her and she melted it to the couch. (laughs) You can imagine uh, the visual as she got up to, you know... Yes. Go to bed that night, I and there we have that on the couch. described it very colorfully you last did. time, was... and I'll spare people from that Thank this you. time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, you got that out with your steamer, which we just talked about right. all these other products we had promoted and said were great. The steamer was another one. And yeah, that lived up to everything you hoped it would do and more. You didn't know it would remove chocolate from your vintage couch, but it did. It did a great job. I cannot see where the stain is anymore. And yeah. So it's time for another visit. Amber Amber needs to come back over. (laughs) Mark something new. (laughs) What did she do this time? And this time I didn't even notice it until she had already left. So I didn't really get to give her a hard time in person. Does Amber listen? Yes. Okay, Amber, I just want you to know I'm making a lot of fun, but I'm a spiller too. I'm a spiller too. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's one of those things it I do. So I'm really, really enjoying your few moments. So anyway, <laughs> she just visited. Yeah. Uh, and she is a fidgeter. Like she's a little bit oh. ADHD maybe. Maybe that's the common thread. That's my problem too. Well, yes. That All is right. something. <laughs> okay. So she's fidgeting. She's fidgeting. And one of the things that she keeps on her is silly putty. It's been that way since I've known Amber. Like she's okay. always been obsessed with silly putty. So she's always got like silly putty with her in the little egg? Um, no, they make like tins of it now. It's not technically a silly putty brand. It's probably like Is it brain putty or something? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so it's like not even the nice silly putty color. It's like a dark, sparkly purple. So some people probably see that in her pants pocket and think she's got like chewing tobacco. Oh my gosh. But it's <laughs> it's just silly putty that she's fiddling with. Yeah. All right. So she's got her silly putty. She has her silly putty. She had like a chunk of it in her hand, you know, and we were going through baby clothes that she was so generous bringing over. We were going through them. And so we're sitting on the floor and I go back into the room a couple of days later after she's already left and look behind a tote of baby clothes. (laughs) And there on the carpet is a pile of silly putty. On the rug. Yep. Looks just like the other thing did, didn't it? Well, kind of. Kind. I mean, gives it was you that idea. purpley, but. Oh, figured the cat ate something, maybe. Um, It was very clearly in amber okay. stained. <laughs> so it's all mushed into the carpet. Right. Because silly putty just like melts into nursery. the fibers. Yeah. And the rug is another light colored thing. It's like a very, very light baby blue, which I know is a dangerous rug color to have in a nursery, but I went for it anyways, and I'm paying for it already. Uh, 
I did not know how I was going to get this out. So we've got this problem set up. Right. It's not a steamer solution. No. That's not what you're doing. Mm -mm. We've got a product that we sell in our stores. It's a hand cleaner that we use it for all kinds of different things. It's like normally like an industrial type hand cleaner. Like if you paint with oil-based paints or you're using resins or adhesives. I used it after I wallpapered um, the nursery because I got some of that glue on my hands. What was the brand? Cresto. And we carry a couple different ones. Yeah, there's Permatex as well, but they both do an amazing job at cleaning things. Now, the one that you used, again, what was that name? Cresto. Cresto. Crusty is what I want to say, but it's Cresto. It's got a grit to it, and the grit is actually ground up walnut shells. So right. it degrades Which is really in, your, nice. in your pipes and all that. It will go away. Because a lot of the other industrial hand cleaners use actual pumice stone. So you can imagine what that does to your pipes over time, just having stone sit there. But the walnut shells will dissolve over time. It does a really good job of cleaning anything off your hands. I love it. If you do a lot of painting or even a little bit of painting, if you work yeah. on the car, if you work on the right. lawnmower, yeah, all of these things, it will cut through all of that. Oily, right. greasy. Grease. Like we tar. said, oil-based paints, tar, water-based paints. Yeah. That grit in there really works. It's definitely worth buying to have on your shelf just for cleanup after paint jobs 100%. or working around the house. But now... You're trying to figure out how to get silly putty out. I'm gonna get silly putty. You read all the things about. I'm sure there's people shouting, "Oh, you get ice cubes like with gum and stuff." You didn't want to go that route. No, because it sounds so labor intensive. That's gonna take hours. (laughs) I just want this gone, right? And so somehow it sparks in my mind that I should try that Cresto hand cleaner. I guess because I just used it recently, and. I got, you know, a washcloth with some warm water on it. I had already kind of scooped up the silly putty that I could get with my hand, but then I just rubbed the Cresto hand cleaner into the carpet, got the washcloth, continued to, you know, wet and rub it and change positions on the washcloth. And eventually, I mean, it took maybe a minute of cleaning and it was gone. Yeah, you got to be careful. Working on fibers, you blot. Right. You don't scrub, scrub, scrub because you can fray the fibers and stuff like that. It will scrubbing. look bad. Okay. So <laughs> that's something else you can blame Amber <laughs> for, you know, down the road. <laughs> no, but you were saying you were moving around a little yeah, bit. I yeah. assumed that's what you were talking about. But yeah, it worked really well, right? Amazing. No residue, no it residual looks like image brand behind. New. Yeah. Perfect. I was really impressed. Works really well. That Cresto hand cleaner. And yep. there's another one. Like I said, there's the multiple hand cleaners. Yeah. Definitely worth picking up if you do a lot of different jobs around the house. Absolutely. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. We've got it at all the Repco Light stores. Stop in and ask. Now, all right, we're going to take a break. Detroit listeners, you're going to get a Repco Light Rewind. Yep. Very exciting stuff. Grand Rapids, you're getting news and weather. Also so exciting. Also exciting. When we get back together, we'll be talking about induction stoves. And that's all just ahead. Stick around. Well, Haley, we're going to talk about induction stoves. Yes. And this is something that I was not terribly familiar with. I should have been. I wasn't really either, but I have a friend that actually has one. And she said, do you know what this is? I just got an induction oven. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I I don't know. In my mind, I just thought she got a new oven. Yeah. I would <laughs> have assumed it was, it was like a really good one that had been inducted into like a Hall of Fame for <laughs> ovens. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And yeah, we're going to dig into the pros and cons of induction stoves, ranges, figure out how they work and all of that. But before we do all of that, we do have to do a little bit of um, house cleaning. 
Mm-hmm. I think in regards to our previous segment where we talked about hand cleaners and using that to get silly putty out of the carpet. One thing we didn't mention that should always be mentioned when you're using cleaners on carpet is to test things in an inconspicuous spot. Because while it worked for us, there's all different materials out there, and I just don't want to be responsible for somebody calling and saying, yo, that guy on the radio and that lady (laughs) with him said, put this in the middle of my carpet in my living room, and look what's happened. So test Test Before you go crazy with something. Always. All right. Induction ranges. You said you had a friend who... She has one. Loves it. Um, it was a gift. She got a very generous housewarming gift when she moved Oh, my in. goodness. Yeah. Because these things, and we'll get to that. I got potholders. They're pot not holders. necessarily cheap. <laughs> right. <laughs> extremely generous. Um, from her in-laws. They all band together and bought them a new oven because apparently the one that was in the house was just shot. All right. No good anymore. All right. She loves it. She loves so it. So let's let's take a step back. We're going to talk about pros and cons, but let's first talk about how they work in the first place. Right. How does an induction stove work? I didn't understand this, and then I felt a little silly for not knowing. But apparently, you know, unlike electric or gas, it's just the pot that's heating up. So essentially, there are these copper coils that are under a glass surface on the stovetop, mm-hmm. and those copper coils create a magnetic field when iron is present. So if you have a cast iron pan on top of it, when it's turned on, those iron molecule- molecules will bounce together, you know, they start doing their little dance, Yep. and it heats up the pan. Right. The metal pan's resistance right. with all of that and this magnetic field that's happening generates heat. And heats up the pan, like Haley's saying, right. or the pot. Yeah. And that's how everything cooks. It the surface doesn't actually heat up. Yeah, the surface isn't hot. So yeah, really, really interesting. Super cool. And it makes me very excited. So let's talk about the pros. Let's start with that. Are induction ranges right for you? The pros. It's efficient and really, really fast. Right, because like we said, it's not actually heating up the cooking surface. It's just heating up the pan. So it's extremely efficient, right? right? You get like 30% of the actual energy when you're using a gas stove, for example. Yeah. Most of the things I'm heating up, <laughs> most of that heat yeah. goes to the room around me. And we exactly. really, we love it in the winter. Right. Oh, the kitchen's toasty warm, but mm-hmm. in the summer it really stinks because most of it's going into the the air, the environment around me. Right, you know, exactly. The whole kitchen. But with the induction stove... Yeah. 90%, 90% efficient. Is being, yeah, is being drilled, focused right on that pan, that pot. So that's where all the energy goes. So that means the food's going to heat up quicker. I've right. heard people where they'll put water on the stove, like two cups of water, they'll mm-hmm. have it boiling in 90 seconds. That's so cool. Yeah, really, really cool in that regard. So efficient and fast, really nice. Yes. Safer. You don't have the red hot burners right. or the open flames, you know, all of that. People... Not naming names, but some of us get burned by things like that regularly, <laughs> right? I mean, you could still find a way to get burnt because the pan will be hot. The, but... <laughs> right. That is still hot, but you can actually put yes. your hand on the surface. Right. Once you've removed the pan from mm-hmm. that spot, there'll, there'll be residual heat on an sure. induction range. But, but it's, it's not hot, hot. Not hot, hot, generally. So it's right. usually safer. And yeah, you're not using an open flame or anything like that. Yeah. Really good in that regard. But for that reason, too, it cleans up easier because... All of that cook surface where the food splatter is landing is not going to get baked on to your cooktop like it would with anything else. Yeah, the the gas stove that I've got, that stovetop is just terrible. <laughs> you know, we've talked about it. Yes, we have. 
<laughs> it's apocalyptic in appearances. And yes, everything gets caked on with the flames. Right. Now, there is every now and then a lucky accident that occurs. Like the other night we were doing chicken and a little tiny strip fell out of the pan somehow okay. and landed like in there, you know, under the grate, right by the little flame. And I didn't know it because it was under the pan. Sure. I took everything off to clean up and oh, there's this little perfectly crisped piece of chicken. It yeah. was delicious. Oh, it was my Wonderful. Gosh. If I could cook that way all the time, <laughs> I would. So yes, there's lucky little accidents, but most of the time it's a real mess to clean. With this stuff, with the induction range, right. it doesn't get super hot, so it doesn't cake on. You just wipe it right off. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Right? I'd gladly trade my crispy little chicken strip. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Cleans up easily. Really adaptable. I like that. That's another big pro. And what I'm talking about here is I've seen some of them. Now, not all of them are going to be necessarily this way. But, you know, most of them, a lot of the the budget ones, the ones that I could afford, Mm -hmm. are probably going to have zones, heating zones, where the coils are placed underneath that ceramic top. But there are... Other ones out there that you can get that will actually adapt the zone a little bit. You know, Depending where they'll. on where the pan is. Right. Well, it depends on where the pan is, but then there's other ones that will actually bridge the distance between oh, two sure. different burner elements. Or they're not, they're not burner elements, they're well, little coils. Yeah. The little coils. What, what that means is you could put a tray down, like a, you know, a bigger griddle type surface, mm-hmm. and it will heat up all of that because wherever there is iron, yes, is it will react and that up. will start to get very warm. So you could actually have like a griddle top that you're working on that is really nice. while you're doing other stuff in pots and pans to the side. Yeah. I would love to have a griddle. Yeah. That's really cool. So but air frying is also a possibility. My friend talked about this uh, in the oven. You can actually, like she did an entire chicken. She just air fried an entire chicken in the oven. It was like rotisserie, you know. Oh, my little strip that was cooked by the flames tasted kind of rotisserie. But I couldn't do a whole chicken that way. No. I'm not trying to take (laughs) steal her thunder. That'd be pretty gross and hard to do. But you could do it that way with the air fryer aspect of the oven. Okay, so a lot of pros with an induction range. Yeah, a lot of pros. Let's talk about some negatives. Because I heard all of those pros, and I was all in. So it's like you're going out today and getting I'm one of those people. I make quick decisions and then regret them a lot and very quickly. But anyway, I was all pumped. Let's go. Then I thought I better check out the cons. Very first one, sealed the deal for me. Can't do it. You might need a service upgrade for your electrical system. You need a dedicated 220 to 240 volt circuit and 40 to 50 amps. So if you've got an electric range, you're probably okay. Right. Mine is gas. Same which means I'm most likely going to need an upgrade, and that can be expensive and cost prohibitive. Uh, it can run anywhere from 800 to 1500 bucks, and that coupled with the fact that you're going to be buying the unit a itself, new stove, which is also going to run around yeah, $1,500. I mean, that's a, a big investment. That's a big one. And now let's talk about another one, and it's how you may need new pots and pans. Yeah. And that is something because the the pots and pans we mentioned have to have iron in them. Right. So like cast iron would work. The stainless steel pans that don't have a ton of copper in the bottom would still work. But copper, glass, aluminum, none of that stuff is going to heat up because it doesn't contain the iron. Right. So you can test your pots and pans. The the real simple test is the magnet test. If a magnet sticks to it, 
you're good to go. It'll be conductive. If it doesn't, well, it's not going to work. Right. Uh, you know, like like glass won't do anything. Aluminum and copper actually could degrade or damage oh, the, the, the pans themselves. So yeah. you do need to be careful with that. And with cast iron, enameled cast iron is is perfect. But right. raw cast iron can be a little bit rough and could scratch that surface. So right. your pots and pans become something You've got that you consider. really need to think about. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. There's a learning curve. You know, the whole thing heats up fast. You don't put it on and then walk away for 20 minutes while the water starts to boil. Yeah, and my friend did talk about this, too. She said, I've had to kind of re think how I cook things because it's half the time that it's cooking in, which, you know, when you're making an entire meal and you're trying to time things correctly, I need can be that a extra little time. tricky at first. <laughs> I need the buffer time, you know? Yes. The, the other day I was doing something, it was probably the chicken and whatever happened, everything started happening at once. Mm-hmm. I had multiple things going and yes. And then ca- it's just chaos. Chaos happened. I burned all the fries <laughs> in the oven. <laughs> Yeah, the the alarm is going off, and we just figured that just does that from time to time. I opened up the sto- the oven, and oh yeah, the killing fields on that little tray of fries. <laughs> so yes, I can't imagine if everything moved faster yet. Yes. A lot of stress, but something to think about. You can adapt to that. You'll learn, right, And you'll exactly. move ahead. But it is something to consider. The touch controls. This one's little, but it's something that I ran across. Some of them, a lot of them, will have just touch controls, like a phone would. Sure. And just like when you're grease, well, I don't know. I've been greasy before, and I try to use my phone, and it doesn't work. Same thing applies to the oven if you're oily and greasy from cooking. It's not going to respond. You're going to have to yeah. clean your hands off. A big deal <laughs> might be for some of us. It can be noisy, lots of little clicks yes. and buzzes and, and things fans like that. And, yeah, yeah, they're a little louder. The shorter lifespan thing. Yes, I was a little bummed about this. I read that they last around 10 years versus, you know, the stoves that we're used to lasting around 15. So you're paying a little bit more for something and it's not going to last quite as long, which I find a bit annoying. To yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't like that part. They do get expensive quickly. You know, the, the entry levels are around 15, 1600. Right. Which like that I get, you know, that's not that far off of a new electric or gas that's going to cost around 1100. But the ones with all the bells and whistles, the really fancy mm-hmm. induction, they can run like $7,000. Like- right, right. <laughs> and, yeah, those I don't even look at. I, you know, see that it's web crazy. page. My computer is programmed not to even take me to web pages that will have prices like that. But even at $500 more, right? like you're saying, for something that lasts five years lo- less, yeah. You know, there's it's there's something there to think, think about. about. But I love the idea. I love yes. the fact that it's a little safer. I love the fact that I'm not heating up the kitchen. That really stinks in the summer. Right. That's and true. that would be nice, the quicker times. Well, and I feel like this is one of those things that I'm just going to wait on because I have a feeling that over time, these are just going to get less and less expensive. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like computers. Like when they were first around, like no one could own their own computer. That was crazy. Right. But eventually now we carry them in our pockets. So right. They've got time to grow. Now, yeah. it, these are older than you might think. Yes. We've got to wrap this up, but they actually... I think they debuted, mm-hmm. the concept debuted in the 1930s. Yes, at in the Chicago World's Fair. at the World's Fair. And then was it Maytag or Frigidaire? Somebody came out with one in the 50s. Yeah. You know, the kitchen of the future. Yeah. And then Westinghouse came out with a version in the 70s that never really caught on. Well, these have always been a little bit too expensive for just yeah. normal people to put in their homes. Right. Got to be rolling in dough. 
we'll in order to pick one up. Yes, yeah, someday they'll be cheap enough yeah. for me to have one. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, if you've got one, I would love to know about it. Yeah. And what your experience has been. Do you recommend it? Do you not recommend it? You can email us, radio at repcolite.com. Yeah, we just love to know. That's kind of fun. You're not going to win anything. You just feel good about yourself for exactly. bragging about your experience. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about Sticks Primer. Bonds to everything. Cool it one. sticks to everything. <laughs> and it's great for kitchen cabinet projects. We'll explain all of that just ahead. Stick around. And we're back. And Haley, I'm starving. <laughs> I had and I had breakfast today. It's so dramatic. <laughs> so hungry, I can barely focus. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And yes, I'm very hungry right now. And I'm kind of excited because I ate breakfast with the idea of, you know, staving this off, not being hungry. Okay. But I think it like got my body moving, right? It got my metabolism. So I think I'm burning through fat right now just to stay alive. Just to so, stay alive. <laughs> think oh about how God. thin I'm going to be at the end of this. It's amazing. Anyway, we've got a few more minutes, maybe six minutes, and we want to talk about Sticks Primer. It's on sale right now right. through the end of the month. So you can get a good price on it at any Repcolite location. Why would you want to use it? Well, Sticks is... It's kind of amazing, honestly. It's kind of a superhero of primers. Yes. It's a bonding primer, which, you know, for those that don't know what that means, means that it's going to stick to things that most primers or paints will not adhere to. Right. So, you know, most primers will go on things like wood and plaster and drywall and acoustic tiles and wood. All of those things are normal primer materials. Mm -hmm. Sticks takes it a step farther. It can do all those things, but it's also going to stick to things like PVC, plastics, glossy surfaces, tile. Yeah, ceramic tile, all glass, formica, all fiberglass. Kinds of things. If you've got a surface that's very difficult to get paint to bond to it, to stick right. to it, Sticks is a great way to go. It's a water-based product, so you don't have all the stinks and Which smells. is also really unique for that type of primer because there are other bonding primers, but typically they're going to be really stinky, you know, kind of caustic. Yeah. Now, there's a really great use for Sticks, and we've recommended it for years for kitchen cabinet repaints. So we're going to get into that in a minute. But another really interesting uh, use for it that I love is like an old backsplash. Sure. You know, a lot of us have 80s tile backsplashes in our homes. The people who bought my old house, yeah. that's what they've got. Because <laughs> that's what I put there for them to enjoy for years and years. They've got this old, dated tile backsplash. And changing that is... It's expensive. It's a significant project. Now, it can be done, of course. But not everybody just wants to jump into that. Right. A great get-you-by fix. It's not the... End all solution. Sure. But you can paint that ceramic tile, even if it's glossy. But the thing is, you need to use a primer that will bond to that. Right. And a lot of primers won't. A lot of primers can go on it, mm -hmm. but they will also be scratched right off when you even, you know, barely even look at it. Exactly. It and I off. think a lot of DIYers don't actually understand that that's the case for paints and primers, that you can't just throw anything on a glossy surface or on plastics. I see a lot of videos online of, you know, very popular DIY projects where they're just coating the stuff with normal paint. And 
I can only imagine what they're experiencing down the road because I know that if any little chip of that comes up, they're going to be peeling that paint off of those surfaces oh, yeah. and sheets. No, here's something <laughs> to think about. If you you know you love watching those shows, we all love watching those yeah. shows where they're doing remakes and remodels mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just to give you some insight, the people who work with paint, and I'm sure this plays out into all the different um, Areas, aspects of yeah. life that these shows touch on, <laughs> but we see it from the paint's point of view, from yeah. our paint world point of view. And man, we cringe all the time. Oh, so I many mistakes. Don't take what you're seeing on those shows as gospel or accurate. You know, at least run it by somebody who knows yeah. and make sure that you're working your way through a project There's in a way that's going to produce good results. products for a reason. Right. So <laughs> Sticks is a great bonding primer. So with that ceramic tile backsplash, let's say, yeah. get it washed down like you normally would for, you know, any Anything, kind of prep anything. painting, right? Yeah. And then prime it with sticks. Now, we would recommend doing some light scuff sanding and things like that. You technically don't need to. Yeah, because we've tested it and we've not taken that step because we are really pushing the limits and have had great success. But you can always get better success by doing as much as you can. So a light scuff sanding, prime it with sticks, top coat it with whatever. Scuff-X would be great. Any kind of product like that, talk to us in the store, and you'll have a completely different looking backsplash. That's going to hold up. Yeah, for very little money. Now let's talk about kitchen cabinets, because that's the other place that sticks really, really shines. And let's say you've got an old, you know, birch cabinets in your kitchen. Maybe it's oak cabinets. They've been varnished. It's that 80s kind of honey oak Mm -hmm. look, and you want to get rid of it. Sticks is a great bonding primer for that first step. You know? Well, because the other really nice thing about sticks is not only is it going to bond to those cabinets, but it's also a really extremely hard film that sticks creates. So a lot of other primers, you know, are latex or things like that. This is a urethane. So it actually dries extremely hard, which is what you want for a cabinet surface. So again, with the cabinets, you would do all of your prep work, your degreasing, your cleaning, all of that. Rinse it really well. Make sure it's dry. Do your scuff sanding. Right. Then make sure you wipe off all of Wipe off all of that <laughs> dusting that you, you know, the sanding dust that you yes. created. Prime it with sticks. Then let it dry. You've got to let it dry a little bit and then give it a good look over, you know, because every now and then there will be some tannin staining that bleeds through in certain spots, which means you'll see a little bit of a yellowing, sure. sometimes even brown yeah. spots. If you see little spots like that, you're going to need to spot prime those with a specialty primer, like a white pigmented shellac or something like that before you move to your finished paint. But a lot of times you won't get any of that tannin bleed if you've got, you know, really good yeah, seal that polyurethane on, there already. on there. Exactly. exactly. But sticks, ideal. For situations like that. Well, and you mentioned, you know, the 80s oak, but also people have some cheap cabinets that have come from places like Ikea that are essentially a plastic. Like a Formica <laughs> kind of a look, yeah. Yes, exactly. And I've seen those painted. I actually had a friend that lived in an apartment that had those cheap cabinets. You know, they're essentially a plastic like a Formica that are on top of those surfaces. And someone at some point had painted it. And she's washing it down for the first time, and literally the paint oh, yeah. is just Peeling coming sheets off. sheets of it off. And sheets. Yeah. So if you have cabinets like that too, Sticks is perfect. So many problems that Sticks will solve. Stop out at any Repcolite and ask us about it. And it's on sale. Yes. Until the end of March. So there you go, Haley. That's all the time we've got. We're going to have to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. Now, whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. All of the Repcolite stores are open, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.